Welcome to the Film Look Podcast, where we're trying to achieve it one, one shot at a time. time. I'm one half of the Film Look, Robert Carr. We're also joined by the other half of the Film Look, Richard Scott. Bonjour. And then we're also joined by the official, unofficial third member of the Film Look, Christian Foreman. Hello. I have a fact for you today, and it's the worst fact I have ever had. We're on playing this podcast. fact wars today. What, yeah, the, playing, fact? what playing, the fact? Playing, let's what say the fact? It's currently one nil to Rob. Yeah, it will be one one to Christian, I think, because this is my fact. Um, the Quiet Place. I actually, seen this other day. If you haven't seen the Quiet Place, it's very very good. Um, it is the highest grossing movie ever to store, ever to star two people who were married at the time of making the film. Yeah, there's a fact for you. What would number two be? Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No, they weren't together. Were they not? No, that's how the kind of... Yeah, what other examples do you have of that? I don't know. Well, it doesn't have them. It just that is the highest gross. It's number one. Why do you need no number two? Because it's probably not a number two. The oh, probably isn't, no. The probably is, but uh, that is the fact. And a qu- The Quiet Place is actually much better than my fact. So, Christian, what is yours? So, I think you probably heard this one before, but you know in Lord of the Rings, where the hobbits are always smaller than... Didn't you do a Lord of the Rings one last week? No, I did Spider-Man last week. Did Rob no, do I, Lord did, of the I Rings? did Lord of the Rings last week, yeah. You can't have All too right. many Lord of the Rings facts. That's true. All right, go on then. The films are 14 hours long each, <laughs> so there's plenty of them. So now how the Hobbits are always smaller, Yep. obviously, because the Hobbits. But this was achieved um, by practical effects and not um, in post. So everyone, for example... That's in, wrong. It was achieved by both. All right, well, in this specific example I'm going to give you, it was <laughs> achieved by impractical effects. So when Frodo and Gandalf were sitting on the cart next to each other in the beginning... Yeah. Um, it was like a specially made cart that saw like Frodo and um, what's he called? Elijah Wood was like sitting way back. Forced um, perspective. Yeah, so and then... That's what it's called. But they also had forced perspective with moving camera shots. It was the first one to utilise this so Gandalf could give like cups and stuff to Frodo. See, right, so... I'm jumping on your fact here. Yeah, so now, so now <laughs> you have to judge who won... Um, the rubbish fact of. The, the, I thought we had a proper name. Like a, what the fact? What the fact. Um, thing is, everyone knows that about Lord of the Rings. All right. So, and you, you kind of, you didn't really know my fact at all. What was yours again? <laughs> <laughs> Still don't know it. Um, obviously, in The Quiet Place, you, Emily Blunt and oh, right. the Mary, main guy. Mary Cole. Cool. It's I, the highest grossing film. Well, about I, if I like, right. give you an extra fact? No, no, you can't have an I extra think, fact. All right, I think, I think for just pure factness, if I didn't know it, I would have to go with K-Dogs. I think overall it's just a better fact. It is a better fact. Mine was awful because I did find it. No, but that's a good statistical fact. But this is a filmmaking fact. And this podcast is about filmmaking. Yeah, that's true. You guys on that technicality. (laughs) Okay. All right, so 1-1. 1-1 on that's what the fact is. What the fact. What the fact. Um, Let us know what we're doing on this podcast, Christian. So on this week's (laughs) podcast, it's podcast number 40. Right? It is, yes. Congratulations, guys. We made it to number 40. Yeah. Uh, we've still got news and views. We've had that every episode for 40 episodes, uh, where Rob will be discussing a new camera. Not just camera equipment. You camera equipment. Rob, Rob will be discussing. Yeah, well, but he we runs all, it, doesn't We it? all discuss it. Well, Rob, like, Christian Rob explains it, it, and then we, <laughs> we discuss it. A discussion is with multiple... Sorry, it's just... You've said it like loads, and I thought I just need to finally get it out there. Yeah, I'm <laughs> discussing true. new camera equipment. Also, camera equipment... It's not always to do with the camera, filmmaking equipment. That should be the real term because sometimes we talk about microphones, sometimes we talk about grip equipment. It's not always to do with the camera. Well, Sorry, just got to get it out week, there again. This week it's camera equipment. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and? Right. And then, and you haven't seen that after, we'll be figuring out how, to, how the German film, Victoria, achieved the film look by dissecting its filmmaking properties. And then later on, we'll be taking some questions from you, the listeners, in a Q&A. We actually have one. I think so, right? Wow. Yeah, I've got one. It's it's on Twitter, so I'll I'll read it out. It's from Jared Johnson. It's about 
support from your family and friends. And throughout the podcast, Rob and Rich will be competing in a filmmaking trivia challenge. Uh, I think Richard is winning 2-0. And then if you want to send us any questions or comments or film suggestions, you can find us on Twitter at The Film Look or via email, which is thefilmlook at gmail.com. Uh, Rob, why don't you get us started with news, news and views. Na, na, na. News and views. <laughs> na, na, na. He's not with us today, guys. Is. Okay, news and views. Um, we <laughs> have we have a new camera from Sony and is, well, it's kind of a new camera. It's the sixth version of this camera, Sony RX100 Mark VI. Um, and we've we've used one of these. We've used the Mark III. One of my friends has got one. We're letting us. Pretty good camera. Um, obviously, this one is like 4K. does all of that type of stuff. And the real improvement, I think, with this is um, it now has, well, it did have a, a 24 to 70 lenses on the other versions. Now it's got a 24 to 200 mil lens, which is... It's a proper peeping Tom. Yeah, it's a, it's now, a big one. It? This, this camera is used by many different people, and I really like the footage from this. Um, it's, it's really sharp for the, the size. You get a really good detailed image out of it, and um, it's just the sixth version in the line. Um some cool little facts. So you can do super slow motion, um, like 100 frames per second. Um, That's pretty slow. Um, and actually, there's uh, super slow motion. You can do 250, 500, or 1,000 frames per second in power what? mode. So uh, that's Why would you need 1,000 frames per second? If you wanted something super slow. Like super slow. Mega slow, like, Mega like slow. seeing a melon like explode or something. Yeah, and, and like... For the size of camera, it's just, you know, it's the size of your phone. But um, what what they're kind of advertising this camera is, one, one of the articles I did read, the title was uh, Everything Your cam- your Phone Can't Do. And that's the difference. There's, you know, camera phones are getting much better and better, but they still can't beat, like, these types of cameras. Yeah, the, the digital th- compact sort of went away for a few years, didn't it? And yeah. now Sony's got this out and they're like... They need to have this unique yeah. selling point of it is better. There's more features. Mm-hmm. It's pretty weighted and it's tiny. I think a lot of people who do, you know, everyone takes pictures on the phone, um, and a lot of people are getting into photography that way, but and they just want that next upgrade. They're, they're sick of the phone, they want to get off it, and they just want the next upgrade. And this is a very good one, and it's a very good one. I like for people who take on holiday. I wouldn't mind one of these for when we do our little, little bits and pieces. Um, and the price of that is going to be twelve hundred dollars. So it's it's a canny it's a canny it's expensive like a, camera. The, we, we used have bridge cameras didn't we so our yeah. digital compacts then bridge cameras where you had more settings and then dslr and mirrorless cameras that have full settings mm-hmm. and this seems to have all these settings it's like you know hdr compatible it's got all these mega slow-mo things it's kind of like if you want to get into filmmaking or photography and you don't want to sort of really commit but you mm-hmm. want something pretty wicked for when yeah. you're taking birthday pictures this is the one to yeah, go for. Yeah, I think it would be if you're traveling as well. I think this would be super good because, yeah. yeah, you can't take the lens off, but I've used one and it's it's decent. Obviously, you're not going to get a really shallow depth of field. Does it shoot raw? Uh, it'll shoot raw images, yes. Nice. Um, so you, you are getting a lot out of it. And we've used the Mark III and the Mark III is really good. And this is the sixth version of that. Class. So, um, yeah. Looks good. Looks good. Uh, the second, um, this is all going to be camera equipment, by the way. Um, we don't actually have any views because stuff's been announced. I feel announced. bad now for my, yeah, for my run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got a new... Well, it's just because I aimed it at Christian. I felt like I can't just be mean to him. No. So now you have to be mean to me It's for some reason. Then at we're some all, point, yeah. We're all even. <laughs> Um, so DJI have got a new gimbal out, uh, the Ronin S, and it is a gimbal. Um, <laughs> it's it can take is it S for like small? Is it a smaller version or like a super mm, mega version? No, it can take a <laughs> S for super. Yeah, it can take a bigger payload. 
Uh, oh, so it's a handheld one. Handheld one. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Um, it's got a, a focus wheel as well, so you can actually focus your lens. Um, this is only compatible with Panasonic lenses, GH4, GH5, stuff like that. Nice. Um, so that's that's built in, and it, you know you can get the attachment to to pull focus because that's one thing you can't do. We've actually just been testing out um um Xeon. Xeon, yeah. yeah, Xeon Crane. We've been had one sent. We're going to be doing is it a the review the of Crane it. Crane Plus. Crane Plus, yeah. Um, just getting used to it. Um, and we've been shooting some BTS. Yeah, we shot all of this week's BTS on it. Yeah, essentially, other than so, the first clip. And it's the first time we've used a gimbal. Um, and it takes a little while to get used to. Yeah, you got to try and fight it a little bit and yeah. sort of get used to. How it likes to move. Yeah, I think if you with it. if you set your shots up, obviously we're going to do be doing a review on that as well and kind of our thoughts and how to use it for filmmaking, not just for the kind of the yeah, general. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do a tech spec thing on it. It's going to be more like there's so many gimbals out there now. Yeah, like, they all work the same, just about. Um, but yeah, it'll be about filmmaking and stuff like that. But uh, DJI's got one out and um, it's called the Ronin S. Um, yep. If you want to check that one out, and another one. So, so it is. It is Ronin small. Right. The Ronin's like the big one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So this has all the capabilities. Yeah. The really strong motors of the three-axis Ronin. Yeah. But as a handheld. Handheld one. Okay. So the the ones where you you have to use both hands, the Ronin. You can put bigger cameras on, bigger rigs, bigger yeah. bigger everything. So, um, last last bit of news for camera equipment. It's a bit of a funny one. This so Canon have had the seventy to two hundred mil lens out of the you know the white one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the big proper big ass yeah, one. Yeah. The two point eight or the four uh, or the all the f four version. Um, and they've just brought out like a newer newer version of both of them, which sounds really so, really strange. Um, they've got an improved like image stabilization, and I think this is to kind of fit in with their um, USM lenses, where it's got so a better like auto tracking and auto like focus, face tracking. Sort face of tracking. Uh, the other ones weren't as compatible, and they've brought these out. Um, but the you know, it's there's no improvement in or groundbreaking in like the image it's got the same amount of elements it's got it just uh, stops everything from being more blurry it's the same glass it's just got it's probably the same lens just better tech just a better tech bit of upgraded for 2018 we are looking at the picture because there's like six switches on the side yeah um i remember when i got a tv remote i remember we got an is lens i was like what there's there's two there's an is and an autofocus one so um these have come out um i've i've always looked at these because it was one of those lenses, you know, it was white. It's like the, it go, was, the go-to tele lens, isn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't really get anything else. Um, obviously, with the F4, I always took away from it because I used a Canon uh, 600D, and F4 is just, unless you're shooting in bright sunlight. Yeah. Um, but then the 2.8 was just too expensive, and then you've got a few other versions of it. Now, I think this is the third versions of these lenses, um, but they've been used at like everyone uses these yeah um so they're very popular so maybe people upgrade but it depends if you do need that new autofocus functions and things like that um to see how well they work i think if you've already got them it's probably not needed yeah probably not probably not so um, unless you're shooting like eagles or something yeah you're like oh man I was blurry again. Yeah. You'd be like, you know what? I'm going to get this because it's going to keep it yeah. nice and sharp. I mean, they are workhorse lenses. Um, so I've only got this in dollars. So it'll be $1,300. That's excluding VAT. And uh, for the F4 and the 2.8, it's $2,000 excluding VAT. So the kind of pricey item, but yeah. um, the workhorses and you will have it probably forever. And, and in terms of the price, like the people who make their money off it are like uh, sports photographers and stuff on it. Yeah. So I bet. It's just part of the kit, isn't it? Yeah, you you be able to earn that back as well. And if you ever need to sell it on, they still sell really well. Everyone still buys them. So uh, that is the end of news and views. News and views. Na, na, na. News and views. Na, na, na.
So we've got trivia this week. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I know how neither of you like the trivia the past two weeks. You keep saying that. I, I like it. I've said this like four times. Well, your tone now. was down, right? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm bringing back a classic that I think both of you like, which is Trailer Swift. Yeah. Get in. Get in. So do you want to explain Trailer Swift for the, for the two new simple. viewers that we've got? <laughs> Listeners. Listeners, yeah, sorry. Um, so we play a Swift part of a trailer, and you have to guess from that Swift audio, it's audio, remember, because they can't see what I'm playing, mm-hmm. uh, what that trailer is. And it's a pun and on Taylor Swift's Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is! Oh, finally! Honestly, that's been on the tip of my toe for 40 episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a pun now, if you didn't. Um, and it's it's also inspired by this week's film, which is Victoria. Cool. So all of these trailers have, um, they use the, the one-stop, one-air. Um, function in their film. Okay. Yeah. Not to the two-hour extent that Victoria does, but they've got, like, you know, a few minutes where it's a single take. So that might give you a little bit of a hint when you're guessing as well. Okay. Deal. I can't think of any, like... Any films? Well... So it's a trailer. It's a trailer. Just got to guess the film. Yep. Starting. First one is, is starting right now. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. No. Tomb Raider. No. Oh, gravity. Yeah. Oh, it is gravity. (laughs) Uh, So that's a scene from the the one shot, actually, because the the, the, opening shot. The opening shot's about twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's an amazing opening shot. I've got no idea how they do it, but it's it's spectacular. Mm. If you haven't seen it, have you seen it, Richard? Yeah. I want to see yeah. IMAX. Gravity is the only film I watched two times in a row. I watched it at like 2am because I was just up. I don't know why. I think I woke up early because I went to bed really early. And I watched it and I was like, oh, that is class. And put it on put again. Put it on again, yeah. I went to see it at um, IMAX, but there was like three other people in the IMAX screen. And it was just, just unbelievable. Just just watched it and was like, I, I never want to watch this again. Yeah. Because I'm never going to. So have you not ex- seen it again? No, I, I says I'll never experience it in the same way. And I think IMAX was the only way you should. And so I'm just going to live with that memory. And it was that shot, that opening scene, that opening shot was, because it was 20 minutes, it wasn't just like a gimmick. It, mm-hmm. it, it helped the film move along. Like yeah. it just stayed with you, mm-hmm. like yeah. that lingering um, the And because vastness. it's in space as well, it sort of like floats around. Yeah. yeah. Like the everything rig, else. The, 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 whole, the whole behind the scenes of that's fantastic. If you, it'll probably be on YouTube and the rig they use to do all of that. It's, it's, it's we, we possibly should watch that on the pod because... Technically, it's But you're it's not fantastic. allowed to watch it, though. Unless it's on IMAX, yeah. <laughs> so we'll watch it and we'll... we'll I'll try and remember, yeah. <laughs> I'll just go, I'll just watch behind the scenes. Okay, so here's the second trailer. Playing now. Oh, there's going to be an ad. Transformers. No, this is an ad. Pearsale! Although it is a trailer. It's Sorry, it's a trailer for the, the Lego Movie Part 2. Lego Movie 2 Part 2. Right, I'm skipping it. I don't know if you want to buzz that. No. 2018, the year of no cuts. Show him. Now you know what's at stake. We have to meet the boat. What is this boat? Children and men. Have sent a boat. Yeah, oh, the children and men. Yeah. It's the greatest minds in the world working for a new society. I don't know if you've seen this trailer. It is terrible. Mm, just the, like the, the film. The tone of it. <laughs> no, the tone of it is like really upbeat, and they've got this music. 
Um, yeah, that's a bit if, odd. And if you see the film, it just doesn't. It's doesn't nothing match. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. But yeah, that was Children of Men, which we did on the podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why you didn't like it, but that is full of single shots. Who are writing? Bad acting. Okay. Them are the two reasons. Okay. Um, I'm only doing. T- I'm only doing two around. Two around. That was it. Yep. So who, what was the score there? One one. One one. one. All right, so we'll move on to... You haven't seen that? I've seen um, it. I've seen it. And we're going to be talking about Victoria. <laughs> Studios turn into a rave. Class. Uh, so Victoria is a 2015 German crime thriller film directed by Sebastian Schipper. Um a runaway party girl is asked by three friendly men to join them as they hit the town and their wild night of partying turns into a bank robbery. Spoiler. Spoilers? Yeah. yeah. We will be spoiling all of this. Um, and it is noted and, and spoke of um, in a lot of circles because of its use of its single continuous take. It's um, two and two hours 20 in one two shot. Hour, two hours 20 yeah, one Did you shot? know that the average shot length of this film is eight over 8,000 seconds? <laughs> 8,695 <laughs> seconds. Got it, he's got it. He's got his Bible. <laughs> uh, that's my introduction, really. Uh, I've never seen this before. Rob's seen this before. He recommended it last week. Yeah. It's my first time. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it's... it's um, well, the, the single continuous take, I don't think I've seen it to this extent, mm. and it really worked. It really worked for the mm. film, I thought. Um, and I just thought it was a, quite an ambitious and authentic piece of cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rich, what do you think? I really enjoyed it. Uh, the writing in particular, the the characters and how they wrote the characters all in this individual way and then how all the actors all played off each other was really, really exciting. And the the fact that it's a gimmick of this one take is the only thing that I don't like about mm-hmm. it. Not yeah. that I didn't like the fact that it was one take. Like that works because you forget about it. But the fact that this film is primarily and always going to be primarily known for being this one-take movie mm. is horrible because it's just such a class film. Yeah. Should we talk about the one-take um, now? Because we'll probably keep coming back to it. Yeah. Do you well, want to give your I'll, review? Yeah, I'll, I'll, the reason I wanted to pick it is because of the one-take, and I think technically it's stunning. I think technically it works like that. Um, I think it helps the film in a way because it, it, it when the, um, the scenes... There's a lot of action happening. We can't cut away from that. We can't... You, you have to constantly look at what's happening. I do think it's a little bit of a... Like you said, Rich, um, it does. it is a little bit of a downer on the film because I think sometimes the story went in a little bit of a different way. It went to the ex- a massive extreme where could it happen in two and a half hours, all of this? Um, but like I said, it kind of helps as well because you can't look away. Yeah, you have to keep looking. You have to watch, and you just whiff them constantly for two two hours and twenty minutes. You know, it's not an hour and a half; it's two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, it's like it's a long time. And when I heard about this film, I was just like, "I've got to see it because how did they do it? I'll, it's just going to be a gimmick." And it and it wasn't. It's not like at all. It's crazy how good this film actually is. Mm-hmm. So there was twenty two different locations mm-hmm. in the film, uh, all in that one shot, and just the amount of. I don't know whether it was because I'm, you know, it's our job to be overcritical and like look and see how the film's been shot. But I was paying a lot of attention to just how the hell did they pull this off? Mm-hmm. There must have been so many people in the background. How many like, people must have been on rollerblades, <laughs> like rolling around yeah. and like swapping the camera around? I'm sure Rob's going to tell us. 
Uh, will when we get into that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it the fact that it's one take doesn't when you watch it, it's not a gimmick film. It's not like this uh, over the top stupid thing. And you know, we talk about reducing your shot list, uh, finding shots that are in the same scene, and then saying, "Well, can I connect these two shots by using a pan or a tilt or a camera move?" And I feel like they've done that for this mm-hmm. film. Yeah. So all of the shots just happen to connect with movement. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than saying, well, we're just going to keep rolling and we're just going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like everything has its own particular shot and it everything means there's, something yeah, there's as a re- well. There's a reason we are following the characters at p- specific points. So she's leaving the nightclub yeah. and we get introduced to the other people and then she goes on a bike and she's going somewhere. So it's not like, okay, we're just going to get up and walk. It's like, no, there's a reason for that we are following them, yeah. at, especially at the beginning. Everything, a- everything has this like, very direct motivation mm-hmm. so it's it that's why it doesn't feel like a gimmick when you watch it because yeah. if if it cut to a new scene and it was 20 minutes later it would be the, they would probably still have these long takes anyway yeah. there's no like c- coverage sort of thing and the fact that the camera sort of it's always um it's always slightly late into the action mm-hmm. which helps as well because we're like sort of following them almost like this really nice fly on the wall mm. It's good film, this, isn't it? That's good. Right, should we talk about the story then? So a lot happens in this space of two and a half hours. It's a hell of a lot. Yeah. So, like I said, I think that's one of the things that might, the one shot lets it down. Yeah. Because a lot happens and it goes to an extreme where you wouldn't think it did. Obviously, that is the drama. But when you get to the end, you're like, God, oh, that's just happened in two and a half hours. So I, think, got- I think that was the benefit of yeah. it, though. I think it works and it doesn't. Um, imagine imagine if it wasn't a one shot. So yeah, it would just obviously be, yeah. spoilers. By the end of it, she's crying her eyes out, she's dribbling saliva all over the floor yeah. because obviously he's died and she's had this horrible traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And imagine if we cut into scenes and it was still just a few hours long, I would feel like she hadn't experienced enough yeah. of this whole chaos mm-hmm. to warrant that sort of emotion at the end. But because we've been with her and we've watched literally and she's been every with second. with them as well. Yeah. Like she's side by side with them through all of this. Yeah. Yeah. It was, we've seen 100% of that experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that makes it so effective. Yeah. I've got a lot on writing on this. Yeah. Um, so I think the writing is probably the best thing about this other than obviously the technical prowess that they've had to put into this. Mm-hmm. Um, we understand her happy-go-lucky, impressionable attitude through her actions at the beginning of the film, such as yep. she's in a nightclub. By herself in by a foreign herself. country, yep. Yeah, p- probably sober. She doesn't seem like she's off her face or anything. Um, and then she's just got to work, right? So yeah, the reason, exactly. So the she has one she last drink and she's trying to figure that, do you want yeah. one? But the bartender's not like t- paying any attention, but she just wants company in a way. Yeah. That signifies yep. that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and obviously she like she joins these these four random guys and then the essentially she knows that she's nicking beer but it's a bit of fun and it's all good and at first you're kind of like all right well what well, why is she like that yeah and that's it but it's not frustrating it's intriguing because you mm. know it's going to be answered mm. and the way that they answered it I just think is possibly some of the best writing like ever because it's it's all in that piano scene yeah. mm-hmm. when it sets up why she acts like she does because mm. she explains through this natural conversation with her and what's he called Sonny Son Son um and the and obviously playing the piano really well that um she was like this to the formula clean cut obsessive artistry type person mm. and she failed and she said you know what screw this 
I'm going to just start enjoying life. I'm going to move away. And move the fact Berlin that she moves to Berlin is another great writing point because that's what people do. They move to Berlin because yeah. they're poor but sexy. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's quite genius like a, that they made the characters not speak in the same language as well. So that exposition had to come out in broken English. Mm-hmm. So they had yeah. to talk in that more direct way because... They're, they're talking to the audience to give that but they have to talk to each other because they don't yeah. understand each so other it's a, it's a real reason and, for yeah. that exposition and yeah. why it's coming out of the and lips she doesn't yeah. know what she's getting into half the time because they're speaking in a different language she can't understand and, and they're, she, they're very secretive people yeah and they're desperate yeah yeah. and um, so the moment she stops playing the piano and feels you know feels that moment yeah. of sadness that's before we know about the, the fact that she she kept failing at yeah. it. Mm. And at first, it's just like this really fun thing, like, oh my God, she can play the piano? That's so funny, because he mm. was pretending he was, you know, yeah. Mozart's cousin or something. Yeah. And then she just stops and like almost starts to cry. Yeah. And you're like, all right, that's a, that's a bit weird. But again, it's not frustrating. It's intriguing. Yeah. And then obviously they peel that all away and she explains the whole thing. And no wonder she's really enjoying playing the yeah. piano and then suddenly stops because she's like, oh yeah, but... Uh, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Like this is my life um, now. Fun fact about the piano: she wasn't actually playing. Yeah, I, I heard you, about you, this. Yeah, you knew, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, well, you, well, you we, play, don't you? So well, I was trying to figure out. I always try to figure out when people play musical instruments in films if yeah. they can play. She, and sometimes it's obvious that they can, and sometimes it's obvious that they can't. Yeah. Um, she tried. She apparently she she took lessons, but that apparently that's well, so difficult to play anyway. So. Oh, there's not no way she could play something yeah. like that. That would but take she, that she, would literally take the 15 years that she said yeah. she was practicing yeah. to, to to play that. She um she she did learn the movements though. She yeah, watched, I was going to say she watched it so by. Her hand movements, you could see that she, she there was practice there, yeah. and she was moving her hands in a way and that it was a like piano her shoulders person, and like getting into it and stuff. She, she apparently she studied them, but I also thought if you're the filmmaker and your actor could actually play that quite would, intense piece of music, you fingers. would just keep on the yeah. fingers. Well, um, <laughs> kind of from a technical point, you might not want them to as well because if they put a wrong note in, and if they do put a wrong note in, it's not. It'll only be like one or two. But they wouldn't but, be allowed on this film because we need to set her up as a yeah, perfect pianist. Yeah. If she gets that wrong, and this is... Oh, like, in the two hours, this, this is one four, take, This is yeah. 40 minutes in. Yeah, but you could, you could put something in. But yeah, 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 I know what you I've mean. Got, I've I know got what you mean. about that later on, but it's... But like yeah. on La La Land, when Ryan Gosling actually played, learned yeah. how to play the piano to play that, that really cool jazz piece, they yeah. kept on him. They kept on his fingers. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, he wasn't doing it in one take. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, another sorry. thing on the writing is just... What what I what I loved about this and like you say, what's two hours twenty minutes? Yeah. And obviously with this one take, you're expecting the film to end at pretty much every moment of the, the coffee shop as well. The when they leave as well. Yeah. When they leave the coffee shop, just for example, I thought you know that's 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 we're the end. Cut, you yeah. Know, at this point. And it is. It's it's like two films because up until that point, it was like an hour in. Yeah. When after that piano recital and they all. Yeah. They all leave. Yeah, they could have ended there, but that Those was quite a very. School. It was quite a nice film, right? It was just really flirty, flirtatious people yeah. walking through the seats, streets, yeah. and you see Berlin, yeah. and it's like you know, it's yeah, really I don't cool know, half an hour, and it would probably just put cans or something. You no, know, because honestly, it would have been a nice little. Oh, it's oh like, this was good seen, through you the probably night. haven't seen it, but have you, do you know Rich Richard Linklater? Um, he does these types of films where there's just couples walking and talking. Mm. I think they're called walk and talk films or whatever. Um, before sunrise, before sunset, and before. Oh midnight. yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it felt. That had that taunt to it, mm. and if you've, if any listeners have seen those films, you'll know what I mean. But it could have, that could have been the film. Yeah, it would have been really nice. And yeah. then it was that shift that added to the contrast of those different scenes as well, didn't yeah. it? Like mm. we, we, uh, we fell in with these characters, got really comfortable with it. 
I d- there was a sense though that something's gonna happen here. Yeah. And I did feel uneasy in that hour. I'm like, why hasn't nothing happened yet? Why is nothing? Mm. Everything's the, just the, going the, really nice. Everything's there, going You know, nice. they talk about um, what's the ball ball guy called again? Uh, boxer. 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 Yeah. You know, like the the talk about the. Is it this like a scar he's got in his hand, yeah, and then they yeah. have this weird conversation? He was in jail about, and things yeah. like that. So you know they're yeah. not nice and guys. And obviously, and, and they're ev- evading the police cars when they go past and stuff. But like you that. know that it's not going to go well because the way that she first met the guys, like they were stealing a car, breaking into a car. Yeah, um, but they were just not, coming out of a nightclub, and they were just lads being lads. Yeah, but not, not still, nice people. But boys you know, will be boys. Boys will be boys. And then they go and steal something from the shop, and you're like, all right, this is foreshadowing to what eventually yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah there was a tone where it's like so what is going to happen here I had no idea I didn't read any synopsis before going in so I had absolutely no idea what was going to happen yes yeah, um, I didn't know it was going to turn that, well, that that way that also kind of set the film up early obviously the fourth person who gets left in the car he's obviously the drunkest one every time you see him he's the drunkest one So and he's getting drunker and drunker and obviously there's four of them and they set up that that he's he's going to be on the floor in twenty minutes, literally twenty minutes into the film. Um, then they need her is the fourth one, so that at least they've set it up of why they need a fourth person because they already had yeah. four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of them's got so drunk that it's he can't do it right. again. Isn't I missed it? that. All oh, right, yeah, because well, he's just you keep... need three people and a driver. That was the plan, yeah. and he was too drunk. Yeah. All oh, right. So th- I was confused. I was like, why is she going with them? Yeah. Because all right, I get that. The needed four. This is, this is the thing. So I watched this film without subtitles. And I didn't realise that I needed the subtitles. So, obviously, so all, the majority, German. all the majority of it is in English, obviously, which I picked up. Yeah. So, so when they, all when the they, German. All that. the back and forth in German. I, I couldn't... I didn't know what they were oh, saying. Oh, no way. But, um, there's, a, there's a lot of information in there. Yeah, but I thought, all right, I'll, so we're... we're we're going on this journey from the perspective of Victoria because they can't understand what they're saying, right? So I was just trying to pick up body language and trying to see what they're saying. I mean, that would be and super I knew, interesting and too. I knew, I knew halfway through, I'm like, I think I'm supposed to know what they're saying here. And I just didn't. I just left it. So I just, I experienced the film without subtitles All right. from Victoria's point I mean, point that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's kind of a bit of information in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've lost yeah, out on like half the film there. Yeah. I mean, that's a unique perspective on it. Like, yeah, I'd definitely watch it again. I've, <laughs> got, a, I've, got, a, I've got it on Blu-ray and it has the subtitles on oh, it if, if you want to watch it. Uh, yeah, what I love about this film in terms of the writing is the constant up and down, the peaks mm. and troughs, and the the build up and fall, the and the constant like impact. You know, they successfully rob the bank and then they go back into the club and you think it's going to end there because that's, yeah, where, it that's where it started. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah, and then, and then they get naked and in then the club. They get, <laughs> naked in the club yeah <laughs> and he starts doing like hard springs and the willies going up and down it wasn't ryan goslin's unfortunately k-dog yeah. so maybe next time um but yeah i thought it was going to end there but I then thought, you forgot really... about the guy in the car exactly yeah, yeah so when it comes around yeah. the corner and it's like oh no he's in the it's car it's really yeah. really good they, they said i don't know if they say it in german or say it in english but they go oh oh yeah he's in the car no oh, I, we'll I, they him. said it in english oh, right, okay. it. and then he's in the car and they're like crap and then start like running yeah. away and yeah. obviously that's that's when it all starts to kick off so. um i thought that scene that second scene in the nightclub when it's like uh, nightclub euphoria everyone's just so buzzing and happy and you do feel that as a viewer like because yeah, yeah. that sense yeah. of relief that oh my god they're fine yeah um and then they go back it it's only about three minutes long but mm. it feels it feels so much longer so much room to breathe though because yeah. we've just went through all of this because like this is one shot you're like you can't breathe at some point and you just ah, I just want you what's going to happen next what's going to happen next and, and because you know of the you're lights not gonna, yeah you know you're not going to cut away so when you're in the, in the nightclub you're like 
Oh, I've got to wait. Let's have yeah. a good time. And, and it's really good smoke and mirrors as well yeah. for what's going to be the next big part of the yeah. film. Yeah. So yeah, the, the up and downs, you know, something's about to happen, then another thing gets in the way. Yeah. you got a lot of small goals achieved by, by jumping over mm-hmm. small obstacles, but then this, this overall arc as well. Yeah. Um, the screenplay was 12 pages for this film. Um, so they had obviously certain scenes where they're like, we know we've got to be here, we know where we need to be, but the dialogue was obviously all improvised, or the majority of it was, apart yeah. from certain scenes, um, which just shows a kind of a testament to the to oh, the actors. The actors are fantastic. Um, one of the yeah. scenes, like, when they're on the roof and then they come back down, he's like, shh, in Germany you can't speak. This is like, they must be like, right, let's take a breather. Let's not see any dialogue. But there's, you know, there's stuff in it and they're just, they're just talking to each other and just, you know, yeah. a lot of it is, I, I dare say the coffee shop scene, some of that would have probably been scripted. But I don't think it's like, you have to say this word for word. It's just like, yeah. here's a general thing that you need to be talking about. It makes me uh, want to read the script because it makes me think like, what is it that they sort of uh, messed up? Because yeah. for example, when he goes into the into the, the coffee shop, caf- yeah. The, yeah, the cafe, and and he goes, "Oh, this is a really nice hotel." Yeah. Oh, sorry, coffee shop. I know it's that. And yeah. you know that was the third time that they'd done the whole run through. Yeah. So they were probably but quite that- tired. They wanted to get along, and then by that time, the sort of the mistakes are quite funny because they're mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, for God's yeah. sake!" No, but that's again with the the fact that they were speaking in broken English to each other that is something foreign people would say they get yeah. the words mixed up yeah. right? They, they, and he's drunk and he's drunk you know, uh, but he, he I catches be, it he I catches be, it well I wouldn't be surprised if that is actually in the script because it's such yeah. a, a, a brilliant piece of dialogue and if yeah. not it's a it's quite a nice yeah. improv and it foreshadows later on when they're in the hotel yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. He, you know he's, he's thinking about what he needs to do so he might be like oh right, well, I, I might need to say this in the, in the hotel bit, but I've said it in the coffee shop now, so I need to remember not to say it. Yeah. But yeah, though the script yeah. will be super interesting to read. And the arc that the all the characters, well, the two main ones really, Victoria goes on and Son, they're like completely different characters by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. And if you yeah. if you like jump cut from that girl in the nightclub at the beginning to the one at the end where she's stealing a baby, you're like, how would she? How would you get to that? Yeah. But it's quite a seamless and quite scary how fr- like frictionless or her changing character is that she's just so she's not susceptible yeah. but she willingly goes into these situations right um but you get to see like you say the motives of why she does it yeah because of it's all justified yeah. isn't it really from a character standpoint we yeah. understand from the little bits that she gives us and the fact that she builds it up so you know if it was just a random girl and she said no i don't want to nick any of that beer no don't take my bike no don't come into the cafe no none of this oh, but will you help us rob a bank? Yeah. It would be like, well, no, you wouldn't do that. It's but like, because she said yes to all these other things, mm-hmm. it's this uh, smoothed out process. It's like a Darren Brown documentary I just watched. Do you watch him? Yeah. Where he says, I can't remember Push what the documentary was. Yeah, where he's like, if you ask people to do a small favour, they're more likely to do a big favour for you. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentionally um, put in the film, but because they asked yeah, to steal something small, yeah. Yeah. when you, you said yes, and then it's harder to say no the next yeah. time. Yeah, that's true. She became sort of like the... The boss at the end as well, didn't she? She's the most in control with yeah. her uh, emotions, I suppose. Well, not emotions, but yeah, she... You know, she she eventually became the one that had the plan, taking the baby, yeah. doing yeah. this. She got them out of the situation. Well, she's a very, you know, she is smart. Yeah. So, you, you know, obviously that's set up with, you know, the whole piano scene and everything like that. So yeah. She's, she's very smart. She's also your type. <laughs> <laughs> right, just because she's got short black hair... And she's pale, and she works in a coffee shop. 
Yeah, that's my type. <laughs> <laughs> They're called uh, Snow Whites, if anyone wants to look them up. Yeah. Um, we've probably touched a bit on direction, but do you have anything specific you want to talk about? Um, there's, there is a scene, um, obviously, when they when the filming, uh, and you know when they're driving back from robbing the bank... This yeah. is not so much direction with the screaming actors. At her. The, screen, the the director's obviously in the back and she she takes the wrong turn. And everyone's oh, screaming. Okay. That's why it's like, What was the wrong turn? Sorry, so So you know before they park the car up before they go in the nightclub. It looks like she keeps going round on the right. She takes the first wrong the first turn and it's actually the wrong turn because everything's going on, it's going mad. This is the third time they've done it three nights in a row, the film days. And it's yeah. like from half four till seven in the morning. And she takes the wrong turn and everyone in the car starts screaming. Apparently, they had to take the director's voice out because he's in the background because he's watching on the monitor. No, 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 wrong, wrong turn. Because if she, if they did that, she would have had to like spin back round. But everything after this, everything after this moment is still timed. It's still got to do. Yeah. And so, so, so did they have to, the, the camera was like really sunken down yeah, it, like, did he you, do that deliberately you, so you wouldn't see no if you watch it he, it's meant to be higher and he does go a lot further down because apparently if again. he didn't you would see crew 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 on the sides of the right. streets because obviously they would have been behind them and as she turned yeah. and you would have just seen everyone and they would have had to start again he so, must he must have like told the actors whatever happens whatever happens you don't just break around you just yeah. keep going just yeah. keep going there's, there's one time that I noticed when they come into the hotel there's a guy that walks comes to walk into the, the hotel with them and then he's like got a coffee cup and then see, he must see the camera and then takes two steps back. So he's not meant to be there. But Yeah, someone kind of, at the beginning of the film looks at the camera as well. Yeah. Looks into the lens. So, but you, you just can't... It's, it's all forgivable, it happened, isn't yeah, it? Like, like you say about um, having to change what the, the cameraman on, on the on the spot having to dip down mm-hmm. it's all part of that orchestrated chaos, isn't it? Yeah. Like the and whole film is... Point. But then yeah. the crew have to adapted the chaos and not yeah. stop and for that when when everyone's screaming saying you, you went the wrong way like it works within the film so the camera gets low down but yeah i think as well the the other um sunny 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 he's really low down as well so i think yeah. that helps he kind of goes to him and he's like crouch right down yeah. so it all kind of plays out but yeah apparently she imagined she, she would have to like done a u-turn round and then back and oh nightmare yeah um, apparently they had to promise the studio to make a uh, like a cut like an edited version oh, really? just in case because the studio were like well, can't give it like it's too risky mm-hmm. you're not you what if you don't get the shot in time mm-hmm. so um there is a there is a film out there that is edited with cuts in oh right but it was never their intention to release it must it, it must be like but i think it was just for backup purposes because if they're giving these people loads of money and what if they don't get the two and a half hour shot yeah wow <laughs> i would like to say that because a lot of it would have to be cut out anyway so you you see them leave to go to the bank and then turn up at the bank and stuff. You know, you would have to cut bits out. Otherwise, yeah. you couldn't just put a cut in it because it wouldn't Unless make what they would have to do is like go into the editor, find out all the bits that work and then create shots that bridge the gap between the, yeah, sh- like between the scenes or something. That, yeah. yeah, like do an establishing shot every now and then so they've got some cutting room or maybe I mean, just mask it all with B-roll, yeah. like I, inserts or something. I mean, something. with the nightclub stuff, you could just, so she's dancing then you just see her walk into the other room and stuff like that. But nah, like it says, it's better the way it is. Yeah. Do, you know, so do you know anything about like the how they actually the production side of it. Did they close off a street? Did they leave it open? Well, it's, it's really... Just, I mean, it's really early Because the there's moment. loads of cars everywhere. What about if there was this public walking by? I think there is sometimes... So one, one of the times, the, you know, when they steal the, the beer and yeah. the police car goes past and they kind of hide, the second police car was not meant to be there. It oh, just right. turned up. 
so it's it's still an open street um right. and so but obviously the nightclub will be controlled where they did the gun shooting and the the flats that's all controlled the roof probably is uh the shop and stuff like that so they know roughly so but it's getting to that next checkpoint yeah into the it's so impressive it's like a maths maths problem yeah the, 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 everything route, the route and everything and yeah. time and just uh, it's just fantastic all right uh, what about cinema, cinematography we'll touch cin- on it a bit haven't we yeah obviously rich mentioned earlier the average shot length of this was uh eight thousand six hundred ninety five seconds um <laughs> it was um so with a film like this you would think it would be on a, a gimbal like we talked about earlier or a steady cam yeah, what was it just handheld so oh. what he had a c300 um, the reason he chose this camera is because yeah, it looked like a C three hundred. Yeah, he, he chose it because he shot a lot of documentaries on it, uh, so he right. knew the camera. He's going to go to five hundred, but he knows this camera, yeah. and it's it's got enough capacity to record this length right. and enough battery life. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that was one of the main factors, um, and he had it was handheld. So what he did, he put a, um, a, ha- a handle on the top of the camera. He had a full of focus. Um, he had a microphone and a monitor, um, so it was just holding it so it was it was quite a small rig and one of the shots that when i first watched it i was like how is he still carrying this um is when they go up to the roof and they go through like like the loft hatch the roof yeah. hatch and it's such a tight angle like thinking about it if i had to film that scene i'm like how am i going to get the camera up there it's going to be an absolute nightmare it's going to be shaking all over and it did with it this does, it, it was does fine. shake a bit yeah well that's what he said with it he says at some points it shakes sometimes he's too far away from the actors but that all works yeah. In in the way, um, uh-huh. yeah. Sometimes it did feel like there was a person holding the camera, though. Yeah. Like for example, when they're going up those stairs, you're like, "How is the camera going to get up those stairs?" And yeah. then when they go in and out of the car, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, you, with one of the car shots, I think the door opens the other way around the passenger door because as he comes, it's when they go to the hotel. As yeah, and he, he comes out the other side. Yeah, he comes out the other side, and the door's not there, so I think the door opens the other way. Because then the, when the, the doors car, open, but when the car drives past, the door is closed again. So there yeah. is a door there. There's a door there, but I think it actually opens the other way. Right. That's one thing I noticed. Um, so um, some of the other technical things. So that weighed five point five kilograms. The camera. So it's it's a decent size. Um, the, the whole rig. Yeah. Um, he shot uh, at ISO 2000. So obviously a lot of it was quite dark, but he could get back to the day stuff, and you shoot C log. So he shot on a flat profile because so they got loads of room for changing exposure lo- loads and force. Um, lots of keyframes with the uh, the color grades yeah, and going up and down yeah. with this. Um, and I think it's. It, from that technical point of the camera setup, it's 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 amazing because there wasn't a lot, you know. The, yes, the the challenges in the maths, um, you need to have longest battery in the in, in cards. But yeah. imagine you couldn't do it on film because you'd be changing the mags like every every twenty 40 minutes, 40 minutes something, something yeah. like that. Um, so the cinematography, you know, all handheld. And what about the the lighting? What did they yeah, do? I was going to say about the light. Was there someone following? I saw about something with- in the cafe scene where they turned on a practical light above it and, and then, then the a split second on. later the rest yeah. turned on was that supposed to be the same was it I motivated think, light I think they were meant to go on at the same time yeah it um, looked like it because yeah. it looked like it was supposed to be motivated from the practical yeah so there's like there's people hidden everywhere just like flicking that on and then running to the next location getting set yeah. so they've all got their own jobs I think one of the Obviously, we've got no cuts, we've got no transitions, we've got nothing like that. And, but one of the best scenes, and of I think, for the film of the camera work is when they're in the hotel and he's died and she's crying. You know, she's there's, she's just every, she's, all of her emotions are just coming out. And obviously, normally you would you would put a transition in there, you would see her next and how she's going to change. And instead of um, 
So it it we're with her and it drops out of focus and we just it stays it, out of focus for it quite stays a out few of focus seconds and you can still hear her and she's still so emotional. But instead of pulling focus, we just move, move back forward in, back into the yeah, back into back her into, the into focus yeah. and then she changes. She's like, right, I need to go. Yeah. She stops. She's not crying anymore. And just that little simple technique there. Yes, this is two two hours and twenty minutes, but that's how you know thinking about a shot like that in a film. And how she changes within the shot and the technical side of it. It's so simple but so effective. I reckon that was another mistake. Yeah. That so the the overshot focus by mistake. Yeah. He pulled out and then went. All right, I'm, I'll slowly move back yes, in it, I, rather than. I don't know. I think going back in because then we're back with her. Right. So it's like it would be like that transition in and out, but then, with then the you're relying on her to hit a mark. Yeah, after two and a ten, two, two, two hours. Yeah, and the third third night of doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the you know the the technical side. I like the just... the natural light of it all because they they yeah. must have had to pick the perfect time. Started half four, it was four o'clock, half four, or something like uh, that. Four right? thirty. Yeah. Um, because they knew when sun when sunrise was going to be yeah. and when and it was you know well Berlin's very overcast anyway so when it does there isn't a sunrise and loads of highlights to deal with and things like yeah. that so that, yeah you're right the, the and then they don't have to dark. worry about too much exposure change from going in and out in of and out, locations because yeah. um, it's still quite dark mm-hmm. um, so obviously everything was just like practical lights and yeah. technical side yeah. but it's just super I don't even know where I would start like with something like that but it's really intriguing yeah yeah um, I don't think I noticed any special visual effects. Well, we've got editing. What I've is, got, I've what got, after, I've got that after special effects. You know, was, oh, right, right. I mean, the, edit, the editor would have been like, in. Okay, chop the... Chop, chop the top the, and tail. Top and tail. Um, titles? Yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, send it over to the colour grid and, and done. Uh, it seemed like there was a little bit of digital zoom in every now and then. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's slightly reframing. In and out of the cars, yeah. I think, I think maybe the um, they might have seen something in the way. Mm-hmm. So the the during those moments where it goes like well I've obviously passed the camera out to someone else, they've like you can see it's like zooming in or like yeah. doing like a warp well, stabilization. They, they, they don't actually pass the camera. It's him, the one one cameraman the entire way. All right. Oh, they might have zoomed it in then. Yeah, zoomed because in. the door would have I opened. Think, or something. I think he did use a. It couldn't have been a seventy to two hundred. I can't remember reading that. That's just because I probably just mentioned that earlier. I can't remember what lens. I'll try and find the lens, but. Uh, um, but yeah, so yeah, probably is a little bit digital. The, I mean, if there's crew being in the way, slightly cutting yeah, out. Yeah, just in the corner. There's probably like with the sound. Obviously, they had to cut out the director and probably other other sounds as well. Um, the probably the probably is some visual effect like masking people out and in this. You, but obviously, we don't notice it. But I dare say there, there will be like little bits. Well, like, well, I like that. There was so many opportunities for some cuts, like hidden cuts. Yeah, uh, and they, they must have just. They must have took up, obviously. If you're going to do hidden cuts, just why why do it at all? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously Hitchcock did that one film where it's it's all cuts, but it like zooms into the guy's back and then back out, and it's clearly good. But he he didn't have the equipment to be able to shoot for two two hours. You know, yeah. he had to change the film and stuff. So. When they when they made the film, they sent it to some festivals when they done. Mm-hmm. Um, but festivals didn't accept it because they didn't believe that it was one shot. Because it's just it's never been done before like have, this. Could have just watched it. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Even if you watch it, you could see that it was there was opportunities for other could have cut though. There yeah. was when people were going in the in the backs or the nightclubs with the the strobe lighting. Yeah. Uh, going up ladders. I don't know. There's so many opportunities. But it wasn't. It was one shot. I know. I'm so saying testament, testament, testament to the director. 
I would hope that there wasn't any visual effects in it. Yeah. It would be nice. I don't think they would bother painting out people in the corners and stuff. Well, I think they maybe, just got it right. What was, like, I mean, we'll get on to, we'll get on to sound now, but, um, you know, if there's, I don't think the boom or anything would have been in. I think they were just... Yeah, was, there, was there a guy, like, following them around with a boom? There's, no, the, I reckon they were all there was, mic'd up. There was three... Yeah, they were all mic'd up. All actors were mic'd up, but there was three crew in different locations with sound. Right. So they moved as well. So yeah. they would go, you know, coffee shop, um, probably, well, car probably was all internal. There would have been mics in there, but every actor was mic'd up. I think you can s- kind of, in someone's back pocket at one point, you can see something. Right. But, you know, that, you know that's just nothing. Um, this is the second time watching it I as mean, well. even if they held, like, singing microphones the whole time. Yeah. I would just be like, it's fine, yeah. whatever. <laughs> no, Still yeah. good. They were all laved up, but like I said, there was there was cr- uh, a sound crew of three different in three different locations. Yeah. So it just you know they were just following them and getting yeah. stuff. Um, maybe where it might have been really difficult to get sound, yeah. um, or they just wanted some extra ones. So, but yeah, because there was moments when they weren't they weren't in a position to be boomed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they must have been mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Like when they were on a bike, on the bike was uh, quite ahead of the camera at some points, and the camera was catching up. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. they were on the roof, there was, yeah. Yeah. All right, they used two 64 gig uh, cards in dual record mode. 64 gigs? Wow. Well, like CF cards. Uh, Compact flash, yeah, CF cards. All right, good. That's, that's mental. <laughs> that's mint. Um, yeah, editing, it's good. <laughs> 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 there isn't any editing. I'm, yeah, like, I, I mean, think who is very, the editor on this? I'm going to have a look at he's this. He's very confident with his, 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 talking about the pace, uh, with his use of limited time, really. And he doesn't like race through the action, as we've said, we've talked about. Yeah. It's just very, it's not slow, but it just takes his time, you know, he, um, which I don't know, it seems quite like, confident. Like, yeah, like the pacing and of this film works really well. Like the, It's like, two hours 20, but really, really doesn't feel like that. No. It feels like an hour. Because we've, we've, like it says, an hour is just them talking and setting all of the characters up. But then the next hour and a half is like, it's action. Yeah. It's full on action. And you, you're just so involved with that because, and I, I think that our setup is needed. So we know the characters. But and, did you not think sometimes that you would, when it wasn't like all action, that you did get pulled out by thinking about the one shot, like, oh, what are they doing now? How are they doing this? Um, Where are they going over there? Because I did. This is the second time watching it. I think if you had the um, the subtitles on, um, you might not have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, think the I... sound design is really impressive in this film. Mm. I mean, it's it's flawless, but like you were saying, there's, there's times where they would have had to cut out certain people and they've probably done a little bit of dialogue replacement in there just in case it like mm. infected the sound or something. But you've got all these different people uh, all mic'd up. And then the fact that it's all leveled out really well and all the sound designs in there, it's, it's just really impressive. Again, nothing specific about it, but it's just really clean cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, soundtrack? I love the soundtrack. I've listened to this more than I've seen the film. Do you um, want to put it on again? I'll put, I'll put it, it on, on. Yeah. Um, That's It's playing at the moment. In the background. Yeah, a, right. that, of a, that of a one. Um, I'm just trying to get... Oh, yeah, this the, is called A Stolen Car. I'm listening to the soundtrack on Spotify if you'd like to listen. Music from the motion picture, Victoria. <laughs> or the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you nerd. The, the um, editor was... Uh, I'll put this one I can't, on. I can't remember his name, but uh, she had a short day at the office when she edited this film. So there is an editor. There is an editor, yeah. To put it like... On the timeline <laughs> yeah. and go, 
Export? Export, yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, that's the thing. Imagine if there was no credits. You literally could just, like, give someone the raw footage. Yeah. Just, there you go, there's the clip. I think the, um, as I've read somewhere as well, I haven't got it written down, but uh, the cast are credited during the uh, as writers because obviously a lot of it was improv. Right, okay. Which is, which is really, really yeah. good. Too. Yeah, I think I read something that the, the writers only got a story credit and not, yeah. A, yeah. not a writing credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like the soundtrack to this. It's just, it's very um, makes you European, go cl- isn't it? Yeah. I it mean, makes you want to go clubbing. What, well, yeah. what do you think about the bits, you know, where it, it completely just plays the song? So when they're going down in the lift and then out onto the bike to the cafe, it's just and music. And it's all muted. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that because at that point we are just watching these and what's going to yeah. happen. Something's building up and she nearly, when she's standing on that bike, I'm like, It's oh that my breathing room again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. When we'll go up, up the lift it, mm-hmm. and they're all, they're still chatting with each other. We just don't hear it. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think breathing this must room. Be yeah, this is like the when they're on the bike and it's... Yeah, just takes a break. Yeah, and we're just in with them and it's quite calming and relaxing yeah. in this. Um, it does happen, obviously, when there's a bit of action as well. At the end, when, you know, I think we go back into her, we get this nice, you know, melody and things and we're calm again. And I think that really, really helps. Um, I mean, when the action's on, I can't... I think it's just them, isn't it? There's no, like... No, there's no music, so... Um, so, class tunes. Yeah, I mean, this soundtrack, like, I've listened to this a lot, um, especially when writing, because you can just fall into it, and then you get this, like, this this dance tune, and you're like, yeah, and then I'm going to get back into it. That's when you stop the- writing and just get up and start having a dance. Yeah, yeah, you do. That's your break time. Yep. Work it. Uh, how would you do it differently? Turn it off now. Um, how would I do it differently? Is there anything that you would change? No. Me neither. Like, I, it's so strange. Like, this is the second time I've seen it. It's a while since. And I'm glad you like it because I was so worried. Um, because I just think this film is such an achievement of... Not just, like you said, the one shot. Should not take anything away from it. It shouldn't be a gimmick. It's like... The story's solid. Like, they've the managed to, to do the, all of these technical things very well and still produce a great film. Yeah. And there's no compromise. Yeah. Like the compromise, like you go one shot, like it says the, the studios wanted a cut version and because they didn't think you'd be able to do it and they did it. And that's what I like about it. Going, you know what? I did, we, we can do it in one shot and it works. Um, I just wish, one thing I would change is I wish more people would could see this and I, you know, if it was went to the cinema, I think people would have a, a massive, it would be a really so good So where cinema. did it get released? Um, I think it just got a, a small release. It's just because it's half it got, subtitles. And, it got a lot yeah. of uh, traction on Netflix. Yeah, it did, um, and I think, but it, like you say, it's it's because it's oh, it's that one shot film. Yeah. Without that, I don't know if people would watch it. Yeah, which is but, such a shame. Uh, one thing I would probably change is the I know I spoke about it a little bit, but the motives of Victoria. Okay. She does yeah. say, yeah. Um, is she naive? Is she like just throwing caution to the wind? Does she know what's happening? Um, it's just she's like I say she's quite an intelligent girl and. You could see how dangerous these people were, and yeah. she went anyway. Um, True. And I don't know how you would fix that. I don't know. But that's what I would change. Yeah. yeah I feel like it was, it was justified when I watched it. Yeah. I to the extent of robbing a bank, though, would you, if I was trying to put myself well, in her shoes? Suspension of disbelief. She just wants to be kind of in a group. She's got no one. You can. She's in a nightclub. She's only just she's, moved. She's, yeah, she's set up. She's kind of set up in a nightclub by herself. A female... You know, she wants you know, the bad in, boy. I, just, I don't think a female would... I, I, speaking as a male, I know a lot of women 
that wouldn't ever do anything like that because they know the dangers of just saying like going with a, gr- a group of lads it, in a foreign country at half four in the morning uh I don't know. Yeah. Um, Maybe you've just never met a Victoria. That's true. Yeah. I wish I had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, any facts? Anyone got any facts? I don't have any facts. I think we're right. I've got. Them. I've got one fact. So the um, the rehearsal process for this, uh, they actually broke um, the film down into ten minute sections. So they kind of could time the actors themselves and go right. Ten minutes. We've got to behave. Like this section's ten minutes, this section ten minutes, and worked on it that way instead of just going, oh my goodness, I've got to act for two two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. No, let's just get past this ten minutes, and then that past ten minutes, and then the the m- momentum goes. Yeah. Um, and I was watching some of the an interview with um, who's Victoria called in real life? I don't um, know. You've probably got that saved somewhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, uh, she she was people asking about um, you know, as an actor is. How did you feel about doing this? And she says some some people obviously don't like Lila Costa. She's Lila called. Costa. Um, I'll write that down. Um, <laughs> it, you know, don't like that of like the structure and the challenge of that. And you know, but she says, yeah, why not? You know, as an actor, yeah, you need a challenge. It's like yeah. learning a stage play, isn't it? it is so a stage those play. are on for like four hours. Yeah, it is a stage play, and it's just I don't know. Yeah, I think if stage if anyone played across the city, yeah, if yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. In a massive city, and I think if anyone's listening to this, um, we don't know if anyone actually does. Um, and if you haven't seen this film, go out and watch JJ it. JJ is listening. JJ is listening. And Greg's listening. And Max Joe, might be listening. Joe might be listening. Joe Clark. Yeah. Um, JC. JC. Uh, so actually, y- I've got a really good fun fact. Go um, you might not have noticed this in the film, just because it's hidden so well. Um, it's actually shot in one single continuous no shot. No way. <laughs> No, what I was disappointed with that the titles weren't like class, it, like in there as well, like they were in the nightclub, and they could have done all that. They could have, you know, in the credits and stuff, could have been like on, written on the ground or something, you know. Just that would have been good. Yeah, it would have been, but or like, imagine or like, tripping like, out like that a tram cardboard sign or something. <laughs> yeah. so it's like directed by this guy. No, that would have just been cheesy, but it's uh, yeah. yeah if, probably, if, yeah. I just, I just think more people need to see this, and I will definitely be watching this again. Me too. Well, maybe not. I, I've got the Blu-ray off I might, here. I might, I might get like. I might watch it again and, and hear the remainder of the dialogue. <laughs> if it comes back, the rest on of the story. <laughs> the story. If it goes back on Netflix, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next week we are going to watch a, a slightly different film. Yeah, uh, we're going back <laughs> to <laughs> We're going to watch Toy Story. <laughs> Oh. No, we're gonna watch Rocky. We're gonna watch Rocky from Rocky, Rocky One, Rocky the One. original Rocky Balboa '88, I believe. '77, I think. '77. '88's <laughs> the fourth one, I think. Yeah, '76. All right, '76. That's an old one. Yeah, that's a well old. Where did I get from? Of course, it's '70. Of course, it's that. That was the year you were born. It was just about. Um, so yeah, if you want to watch Rocky, go. Uh, Watch it. Yeah, we're gonna watch. <laughs> we're gonna watch one, two, three, four, and five, and, and then Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and then Creed, and then Creed, and then Creed two when that comes out. I'll, oh, I'll get and to then tell you about me backstory about Rocky and when I started watching it and stuff like that. But I won't. We're until also next gonna week. watch Jeez, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle, and, and uh, Caramel Rocky Biscuit Bar. Ooh, I do like those. Um, so Rocky next week. I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know what? 
It's uh, you know what the soundtrack to that. We'll get we'll get to it next week, but it's oh, honestly love this film so much. Stallone as well, get in. <laughs> All right, that was the end of. You haven't seen that? I haven't seen it. We, we haven't seen. We it. have now. We have now. We have. Right, quick round of Trailer Swift. It's one one. All to play for. These are trailers from films that have one continuous shot in them at some point. I suppose all films do, but like extended shots. <laughs> Here is the first one. <laughs> Sorry, I'll turn that up. You wrote this adaptation? I did, yeah. Fight Club? No. It is Edward Norton, though. Birdman. He's got it. It's Birdman. That's why 20 years ago I said no to Birdman 4. You do Birdman. So that film was one continuous shot, the whole film, but the difference is that was hidden. Lots and lots of hidden shots. And I mean, I guess they had to because there's a lot of like. VFX work in there. Days that yeah. go by and yeah. The, yeah, it's fantastic though. Fantastic film. Next one, I'm not sure you'll get this one, but I'm gonna play it anyway. We're gonna get another advert. <laughs> um, no. Yep. Jack Horner, filmmaker. I make uh, exotic pictures. Oh man, I know what it is as well, but in 1977, a kid from nowhere it's made me think about your name. My name, yeah. Adam Sandler's in it, or one of the one of them? No. Good name. I like your name a lot. Had a dream of getting somewhere. Jack Horner has found something special in newcomer. I said, I don't remember. I don't. I know the him who's the main actor, but I can't. I don't think either of you have seen it. It's by Paul Thomas Anderson. It's one of his It's Boogie Nights. Yeah. Do I get that? Um, I don't think so. You know what? You got the point! Oh, yes! <laughs> I'm going to give him the point. I think you should watch it. Uh, it's got Mark Wahlberg. It's got Mark Wahlberg yes, and you see his little tackle at the end. But it's not real. It's not Ryan Gosling's. <laughs> it's not real. It's uh, it's Ryan Gosling's. All right, yeah. I assume it was because it's, it's massive. Yeah, <laughs> is it? It's huge. It's huge. Uh, no, I you was going to make a joke there, but I'll just... <laughs> Uh, no, you should watch it. So that's got one. When they introduce the cast at the beginning, it's all like one a three-minute shot. Oh, nice, cool. Uh, that's that's it for this round. So um, moving on to Q and A's. Was it two 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 two? So two, it's all a play for. Two two, aye. Cool. You hungry? That picked up. <laughs> all right, we got we got a question from uh, JJ nice. Jared Johnson, Asian Jared on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow, um, I apologize, Jared. I was supposed to read this out last week and I didn't. I did forget. Um, let's see if I can find his question. Oh, yeah. He says, how have your family members and friends um, helpful and supportive in your filmmaking endeavours? Or how have your family members and friends been supportive in your filmmaking endeavours? Um, I'll go. Um, I mean, supportive. So I think... Um I mean, what what we do, uh, we've obviously been doing this for a little while, um, production-wise as well, video production, and, you know, we 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 don't make a livable wage of what we do. I'll yeah. be honest, I'm, I don't mind chatting about this, we don't we do not do that. Um, so we both still live at home. Yeah. We, we both still live at home, we don't pay rent, um, we, we, we don't do anything like that, we don't have to pay board, um, because our parents have supported us in that way and allowed us to um, t- kind of chase 
our dream and what we want to do, which yeah. is which is make films, and that's that is the main reason how they've supported us, and it's the best the best thing I think because mm-hmm. if yeah. we had to go out there and I mean we do need to make money eventually and make make a livable wage, um we we and do we, we, we did do have f- part time jobs yeah we we were we were working a, a lot of hours doing other stuff and then doing video work at the same time so we we do work full time it's not to say that our parents pay for us to just yeah, it's go on holiday all the time we slob around the house yeah. all day we, we work quite a few hours well lots of hours we and probably make honest, it about get, 60 pence an hour yeah there's, no, there's nothing else that I would want to do um, hours wise like I don't I don't just want to be sitting I could oh, it's just take Wednesday off because I just want to sit around and watch movies all day you know what that sounds boring compared to me what my actual job is Yeah. Um, and you can do that in your spare time so that for me anyway that's how they have supporters and um, they did buy I, I got as my first day of school it was a Christmas present so all right. I got, got that uh, 550D um, one Christmas and it was just as I was finishing my degree yeah. so it set us up really well and um I was really, um, you know, they don't listen to this podcast, but um, I was really lucky to have them getting us something like that and going, there's a camera, go out and do something, go out and shoot something and see if you can do this. And that's how they've supported us. Thanks, Mum, Dad. Cheers, Mum. Cheers, Dad. Uh, what about you, Richard? No, same. Rob, Rob said my we're, part we're, as well. I mean, we are pretty much in very similar positions, haven't we? Pretty so, much, yeah. yeah so. um, both of our dads also help us with... Yeah, things like props and equipment. Um, the last your film. dad's a joiner. He built the built the chair for our next short film. My dad's an electrician, so he's he's built like light light setups and stuff mm-hmm. before. Well, he had all the bits for this electric chair, like yeah, you know, all, like, all the head stuff know, and that. So we didn't have to spend any money on that. Yeah. It's it just time from them. Yeah, um, and I think you know without without the the things that they did provide for this next short film, we wouldn't have been able to make it. We would have had to spend a lot of time. You know, we do have certain skills that you know we've learned from them but they can do that in eight hours and it would take me a couple of days to build that chair yeah and it would take us away from you know the creative side so. and then also maybe not so much me mom like me <laughs> she doesn't listen for, to this, for this for this very specific thing um getting feedback for our films yeah well, my mom's like no richard that was really nice oh, that was that was my, lovely. my dad's really good at feedback yeah, because yeah. i've been making like videos they're not all been films, but I've been making videos for a very long time. And he would always tell us if he really liked the fun ones. And then one time at uni, I made a, a film and it just didn't have a spark. Like he said, all the other ones did. And he was honest. And that was the first time I got honest feedback, That's honest good. negative feedback off my dad. And I was like, all right, now I can literally trust his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad's the biggest critic and... Most of the time he says, oh, I just like how you put it together and it like feels like a film. But when you can ask him specific questions, invite him to mm-hmm. criticise, yeah. invite him to critique. He can always give you a really good, honest, non-filmmaker's opinion. Yeah. Same, same with my dad. He always says the right thing. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, why any- did you spot that? Yeah, I don't think anyone had <laughs> noticed what you did. So now I've, you know, but it's that's what we want. We want honest feedback. That's what we like about the things because we want to learn um, more about what we do. And yeah. We've been, I mean, I, I know I'm lucky, so, from for having them and what they've done, so. Are we still owe uh, Jared Johnson a lens cap, an orange lens cap? Okay, we'll we'll sort that out. Sorry, sorry, when did he JJ. Win that? I don't remember, but he's he's commenting here saying I want a lens cap. I don't so think it was the first I'm question. I'm sure we said. Like, was he? Well, I, I think so, yeah. yeah. We'll sort yourself something yeah. out, Jared. I've got an idea. 
<laughs> he says, I don't have to get a prize, just been off my question game lately. Ah, never mind then. All right, we'll warm up. All right. <laughs> no, we'll, de- we'll definitely get that year as, as soon as possible, which as soon as possible probably won't be very soon. It'll oh. take us a while, but we'll, yeah. we'll get it to you and you can have any colour as long as it's orange. Yep. Uh, thanks, Jared. You got any more questions, Richard? No? No, that's it. Okay, we'll finish up this round of, um, what was it called? Trailer Swift. So it's 2-2. Two, two. All play for. Here is the first one. We've got two more. Panic Room. It is Panic Room. Oh, wow. oh my god, that film is so good. I've never seen that. Panic Room is such a good film. Definitely. I haven't seen it. I wouldn't have got that. Um, I've not seen that. So it's directed by David Fincher. It's it's unbelievable. What's his name's in it? And uh, what's our name's also in it? Mm. On Thingy's in it as well. Very good, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apparently there's all, um, almost a two and a half minute uh, unbroken shot. Oh, is that, that the flies, one where it goes through the mirror? That flies through banisters no, and keyholes and contact. coffee, coffee contact. mugs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's right at the beginning, and right. it's like swooping through the mansion and stuff. There's a colon Fight Club as well as as far as I remember now. I hope yeah. the next one he mentions. Have, have you seen? You seen Panic Room Kid? No, I haven't. Oh, no. we should watch that. No, I don't know because I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm. To be honest, the trailer and, looked awful. <laughs> well, I, I mean, nineties films <laughs> yeah. usually do, don't they? All right, I need to go, so I need well, to do this last one. I'll um, I'll watch Panic Room one more time, and then I'll <laughs> tell you because yeah. it, it might turn into a, the terminal yeah. again. <laughs> Um, this is the last one Rob Rob, you need to get this I think this is going to be a a race to the to the answer Uh, uh, Goodfellas it is Goodfellas we've done that one before on Trailer Swift but that's got I was going to be good if I got that but that's got um, you want a leg what's the what's the shot in that in the restaurant in the cabaret I think that's like three and a half minutes fantastic all right, I didn't even notice it. So it. That's how good it is. Yeah, it is um, three three. This is never happens. And the one time I don't have a decider, I've got one more trailer, but I don't think either of you will get it. But I'm going to play it. Okay, good. <laughs> Here it is. This is for the the win. Oh, uh, Torment. Oh, he's only got it. Oh, he's only got oh, no. it. <laughs> that was a Torment. I love that film. Um, and that's got, apparently, I haven't seen it in years and years, uh, but that's got a shot that oh, lasts the, more than the, five minutes. It's, uh, they're on, it's Dunkirk, and it's it's the whole beach, and there's so many cast, and so, it's it kind of, you watch Dunkirk, the film, but you watch this one scene from a Torment, and it's fantastic. Yeah. That's it's, it's unbelievable, because they come into the beach, and then it just opens up, and there's like thousands of extras just going through it and they only had a certain amount of time to do it that's what, exactly what's it about that's exactly what of my description here of that well done yeah um, atonement um, it's kind of the story between two people who love each other but it's someone gets messed up along the way and he gets sent off to oh, Dunkirk right. but it's it's, it's it it's sounds real. like how to lose a guy in 10 days it's based off no. a book <laughs> I've read the book as well which is really good but uh, I think it's in terms of filmmaking, it's a very good film, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Knightley and... James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, well done. Uh, Rob won this yes. this week's Trailers Rift. Still Three, two, two. one reach, but... Sorry, um, it usually goes to four points on Rob and then I get everything else. So it happens every time. Sorry, uh, we're going for birthday burgers tomorrow because... Uh, it's my birthday. 
It's not. It's my birthday. <laughs> no, it's, it's Richard's birthday. What day is it today? Thursday. So it'll be coming out tomorrow, Friday is when we usually release it, midday. So it'll still be my birthday if you listen to this straight away. So maybe if you want to get, send us a tweet and say happy birthday, I'll um I'll say about uh, Rob uh, making you another <laughs> no, lens card. No, 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 no. <laughs> no promises. No promises. Um, so that is the end of this week's podcast. And it's been a long one, but I think I've really enjoyed that. I was really happy that you liked the film. And I think more people should go and watch it. Um, I've got on Blu-ray if anyone wants to lend it. But I, if I don't JJ. know you, I'm not lending it to you. Send it over. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. We're trying to achieve it one shot at a time. And until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.